0: Alright, we are back with Julianne Lee from Adored Beast. Uh this is gonna be the second uh the second part to that uh, episode about mushrooms. I was I was thinking about this and I was looking into the kind of doing some research into this podcast. Like, is this like are these mushrooms like a part of like what would we call our, our dogs or our, you know they're part of their ancestral diet, you know? Um which I'm gonna get to, but like do you ever have animals that come in as like, is that an issue? If you have like rabbits or squirrels coming in, eating, like I imagine these coming into your forest and be like, Oh, I just hit the jackpot. Like, well, you know, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and, and I, I, they don't, but they don't do see, they don't, animals don't do that though. Right. They don't gorge on one thing when they have an entire forest that they can properly graze. Right. Right. So, a squirrel's not gonna come down and eat all of our all of our turkey of tail. Yeah. No, because it's got an entire old growth forest that it can choose what it's supposed to be eating. Yeah. You know? Um, but saying that, and same with the deer, and same with the porcupines, and the same with all of the wildlife that are in there. Mm-hmm. They don't come in in and just like destroy all of your all of your inoculations that that right. that doesn't happen, yeah, um because they they're too smart for that. like it's not that's not what they they know that they don't need to eat an entire log full of turkey tail. so, but it's why I used turkey tail in my wolf strain. So I'm glad you said that, yeah, is because when I see that they do ingest them, I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting, because now a wolf is going to come and eat that, that raccoon, right. or a wolf is going to come then and eat that deer, mm-hmm. or that squirrel, or that rabbit, right. or whatever. Right. So, because all those animals are all those animals fun- are
0: foraging on those mushrooms. I mean, not, I'm I'm saying you're specifically, but they're those deers and the rabbit and deers, deer, rabbit, raccoons are all foraging on mushrooms. And Mushrooms so, and yeah. everything else. Well, everything else, the, but yeah, the forest bears. I don't think a lot of people know that that yeah. they eat those. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: yeah, like I said, it's not their main diet, but I've seen yeah. every single species in that forest take a bite. You know, sure. go and you know, chew or chew on the chew along the log, and then eat eat the eat the the. Eat the mushroom at the same time. the The squirrels really like them. I would say that of everybody, the the squirrels are the ones that like them the most. Getting after it the um, most. <laughs> pardon? The, yeah, they're, they're the ones yeah. getting after and it the most. Again. Yeah. yeah, but again, like, so that's 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 what happens. Yeah, they're like, oh well, how are you going to get rid of the squirrels? I'm like, I'm not going to get it. You know, we just did. It's funny. We were we were we're putting in a rope. We're putting roads in and one of the reasons we're putting roads in is for fire stuff Mm. so that we can get down there with trucks and things like that. But the road is taking forever because we are like environmentally anal. And if there's any wetland, we go around it or if there's anything, you know. So, but we just put everything to a stop. Um, This was before the fires even happened out here because there's this massive porcupine den. Oh, And everybody's like, just they're porcupines. Like plow yeah. them under. It's like yeah. what? Yeah, why? No, that's not happening. <laughs> you know, it's just like that's that isn't going to happen. And we have to wait till the you know whatever. We won't do any work in the back when when the migrating birds are there. Mm-hmm. You know to di- disrupt disrupt anything. And um, so yeah, so when I was looking at functional prebiotics, I was like, okay, well, how do we How would wolves eat? why would wolves eat turkey i've never seen like we have tons of coyotes back there yeah. and i haven't seen the coyotes actually go and eat the turkey tails but then they're they're, they're not really around us but i don't see yeah. any you know scat or anything super close to where the the mushrooms are yeah. um but you know lots of evidence that they're eating the squirrels
3: sure
2: you know and um so it just makes sense because the squirrels are eating the mushrooms. The mushrooms are in the guts of the squirrels, mm-hmm. or deer, or raccoons, or whatever birds. Um, and then that fermented mushroom is is just prime as a prebiotic right. that's functional that maintains medicinal that has medicinal value of turkey yeah. tail. Yeah, you know. It's like, if you ferment, if you ferment, um, um, carrots, they don't lose their value. They break, you know, they, they become fermented, but they don't, they don't lose their value. And, I think it's the same with the ninja, the, the, the digestive system of, of an animal's prey. Like if, sure. if they eat the digestive system of, of, of a, of a deer, or, I mean, it's why we feed tripe.
0: Well, it becomes like, right? more bioavailable in that way too, right? So, makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, so, as far as mushrooms go, they're like, um, what's safe? Is it? I've I've read this somewhere that like it's mostly so what we can eat or what animals can eat, we it's also safe for us. Like that was something that uh, another theory was that that's kind of how like primitive people say understood. that again. Like mushrooms that are safe for us to eat are also safe for our pets, on a whole.
2: Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, there's a theory that like primitive people kind of knew what was safe to eat as far as mushrooms. Because there's also that, that um something else we were going to talk about. Another topic was this general lack of understanding in regards to mushrooms. Um And I think that kind of stems from, you know, we don't know. You know, a lot of people, your your average person is going to go into the forest. And they don't know if a mushroom going to kill them or put them on a, you know, down a psychedelic trip or it's going to be medicinal for them. Like, no, we don't know. Um So I guess my point was like that. A lot of times there's a theory that primitive people were kind of, I guess, kind of seeing what animals were eating and kind of understanding that that must be okay for us to eat if they're eating it. But I think.
2: Well, that's not a theory. That's, that's, that's a fact.
0: That's a fact. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it makes they, sense. I mean, they, why, why would they, they not?
2: Yeah. They, you know, they used animals to, you know, so that they knew where water was, mm-hmm. to collect water, right? Right. They used they used like animals, wildlife, to to as a as a teacher to tons and tons of things that they ingested and consumed and 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 stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, and I wouldn't suggest that anybody goes out and 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 wildcrafts mushrooms and eats them without yeah. without having somebody with them that's an identifier. Yeah. Right. That you can that you or you take a course in mushroom identification, which there's lots, lots and lots out there now. Yeah. Um, you know, so that you really understand understand, you know, how to, you know, look at flip them over and look at fins and and count the fins and the color of the fins. And there's lots of different ways that you that you yeah. identify mushrooms. Even even like forget about medicinal, but culinary mushrooms, right? Sure,
0: yeah. Um, and a lot of mushrooms, from what I understand too, is like they don't really um, they don't really interact with drugs. Like if the animal is on some kind of drug, like they're pretty safe to take alongside a lot of drugs. Maybe not all the time, but I'm, is that correct? Like most of the time, they're pretty safe. Yeah, all around. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, I think it's Japan now that that um turkey tail is considered the the adjunct therapy with chemo right to help to help the body actually deal with the chemo let alone all its all its medicinal components
0: with oh like the so in japan
2: well it's more probably more the antioxidants and polyphenols and things like that that help that help to build the healthy cells without without the concern of it interacting, because you're talking about interactions, right? right? So it doesn't it doesn't stop the chemo from doing what the chemo is supposed to be doing, which is killing the cancer cells.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. But it it focuses on being able to support the the healthy cells, the live cells. Right. Without interacting or 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 stopping the, the, the you know, the end-term goal.
0: For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon.
1: In order to give your pets the very best, you need to feed them a complete and balanced diet like Northwest Naturals.
0: Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging, easy to open, easy to store, and easy to
1: thaw and serve to your pets. Find out more in our podcast show notes.
3: This is Dr. Jim Carlson. We look forward to seeing you at Lifetime Pet Wellness Center. We have a friendly, professional team and offer conventional medicine, dentistry, and surgery, as well as integrative options such as acupuncture, chiropractics, nutritional medicine, Chinese herbal medicine, homeopathy, and more. We emphasize fresh foods because you wouldn't want to eat processed food every day, right? Visit us at lifetimepetwellness.com, Instagram, or Facebook, or give us a call at six one four eight eight eight. Two, one, zero,
2: zero. Love what the chemo is going to do, which sure. is kill the cancer cells.
3: Sure.
0: Yeah. That's really So,
2: nice. yeah.
0: Because I, I yeah, I've had that question. Very... I've had that question in a shop. Like, is this safe to take alongside if the dog's on some other medication or something like that?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I always talk to your vet to sure. for them to dig in and to and to, to be for sure for sure but um you know you have to be careful with psilocybin i think that's there's certain drugs that psilocybin shouldn't be taken with like which are predominantly depress antidepressants and anti certain antidepressants and certain anti-anxiety meds right um you know so you just you know you you if if someone's gonna try psilocybin, or depending on where you live, and if it's legal or not legal or whatever, yeah. but there there are a lot of licensed, qualified therapists now that are allowed to work with people with psilocybin. Yeah, you know, um, I've heard and, a lot of, and this, they man. know which. Yeah, they know which ones to to. um, Which drugs that you can be on and can't be on. So I don't, I wouldn't say in general, like across the board that it's safe with every single one Yeah, because every single mushroom is different Yeah, and they're all, um, you know, I, I, before I would take, take anything, I would make sure that there wasn't any interactions. It's pretty easy to find out.
0: Yeah. I feel like, do, do you see a lot of vets that are becoming more veterinarians that are becoming more open to, I mean- to using mushrooms? Like.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Especially for cancer.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't really heard any. Yeah. That and more, that's. You know, not like the raw diets, you know, it's not like something that, you know, they're adamantly against, but I feel like they're more um, becoming more open minded to, to using mushrooms.
2: They are. And I think that's because a Penn State University did a veterinary, did a, did a research on turkey tail. Okay. Um, I think it was in 2012 yeah. for hemagiosarcoma. Okay. And had better results than any than any conventional treatment. Wow. Really? Right. So that's that's in a that's done in a in a in a you know a veterinary teaching hospital, veterinary yeah. university. So a lot of vets have that have that um um you know that they can they can look at that they can research it so they're they're comfortable with turkey tail yeah right because of because of yeah. that, that study yeah yeah
0: very neat very neat did I do we miss it it is very neat yeah
2: i don't know i don't i don't think There's, so um, i think that i think
0: i was gonna say i was gonna say the website the adore Beast website has a some really good information on there too, just about like the different, uh, you know, on their different mushroom products. And then you guys, you guys even have like linked studies to, um, in the, the oh, ask, we have ask of- Julie anything, uh, section down at the bottom, there's a lot of links to different studies if you're one of those people that likes to look at that kind of stuff. So yeah.
2: Very yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm, I'm a research nerd. So we try and we try and put as much research out there as possible for people that want That want that Mm -hmm. to be able to just go in and 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 read the research for themselves yeah and you know and you know like everything just dig into you know like just sit with yourself for a little bit and feel what your true philosophy is on healing you know like do you want to do you want to do you have something sterile do you want to have something that's more natural do you want something that's wild crafted do you want something that's grown do you want a combination of both do you want to like it's just it's like what you know ab- above all for me too is like you know if you're i think that anything that you're going to purchase that is natural it should be no matter how it's being grown mm-hmm. it should be sustainable like wow. true environmentally sustainable right. because I just, you know, it really is an oxymoron to me that people can take something from nature to make a bunch of money on, yeah. you know, to, to, to heal <laughs> animals or people or whatever with no, no real regard on what it's doing to the planet. Yeah. yeah so wild. that's, that's a, that's a really big one for me. Yeah. And there's lots of, there's lots of places that grow mushrooms better you know they grow them inside and stuff but they're using like recycled water and they're they're you know they're conscious of their you know like their plastic is are the bags biodegradable that was that's the other thing like there's some mushroom companies that grow them in bags and they're plastic bags like where are those plastic bags going yeah you know or are they using biodegradable plastic bags or biodegradable bags that they're growing the mushrooms in so that to me is an, is a very important oh, gosh, part. That's like whether a whole nother, you, like,
0: I don't, or is it, is it, you know? Yeah. Is it plastic big like, being leached into the, you know, to the mushrooms? <laughs> like that's what I'd be worried about too. Like the, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about that know, like, with my chickens and stuff. Like I don't even like using plastic feeders or anything like that because I'm like, I don't know what kind of microplastics are going into the the actual egg production. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's all, I guess a whole other thing to think about. I do know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, <laughs> it's kind
2: of, and especially when you have a when you have a company that that that's what we do, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I always say, we have one person that lives in 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 California, and that's what she does for ABA. Is she she digs into all of that stuff? Yeah, you know, like when I'll I'll say, well, what kind of bags do they use, or what kind of this do they use, or how do they recycle their water or how are they doing this and what are they doing with that and so now you know we have this list of criteria of you know really digging into well how that's how do you do that right you know what do you use when you're doing that that's interesting but what do you use when you're doing that mm-hmm. so it, it's the same like if they're growing like i like i said you know even if they're even if they're you know safe plastic you know they're still plastic bags Right. So and I do know that some some of them are biodegradable bags. Sure. But it's just a, you know, it's just a question yeah. to to ask if that's like that is a very important part for me. Yeah. More more important than a, than a lot of things. Yeah. You know, like Of course. is is what kind of bags they use and how they use their water more important to me than it's than it's a sterile a sterile thing yet yeah, is.
0: Yeah. Yeah i agree you know yeah because you're
2: you're you're paying peter or whatever that's called stealing from peter yeah you're taking you're taking you're saying it's natural but then you're putting all this plastic into a dump
1: right
0: yeah
2: or the ocean or wherever
0: yeah sad to think about um cool so i don't know is there is there anything else we talk about with (laughs) mushrooms we, we could go on and on. I do want to see some. Do you, are you guys taking before and after photos of the uh, the clear cut forest? Forest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be very interesting to see in like yeah, a few years what what it looks like. You know.
2: Yeah, we're documenting you know everything, and we're we're planting trees, but we're planting like as many. We're trying to look at okay, what would have been living there 200 years ago? Sure. You know what kind of trees. In comparison to, you know, when they when they replant or whatever a a a, a clear cut, they predominantly put in um um softwoods, right? Like yeah. the same thing, just pine yeah and spruce, so that they can use it, they can cut it again in 15 years and yeah. and use it again. So they're using the same same kind of trees so you know we're putting in different shrubs and we're putting in and we're we're transplanting them from the old growth so that we're 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 trying to just Keep mimic it native as possible mimic what's there yeah yeah
0: am trying to do that with my own house right now I'm trying to find trees that are native to our area so i get it
2: yeah it's fun <laughs> it is fun it's fun actually because yeah. you always yeah. learn something more
0: yeah i know i had all these ideas of planting different trees in our in our yard and then i realized that none of them well this all i forget who put this idea in my head but like why someone asked me like why aren't you planting? why aren't you thinking about planting native trees and i never even thought about this i wasn't even a thought you know and now it's like and now it's sent me down this whole other road but in a good way you know all right all right so how did how did ggr girls gone raw pet health get started
4: well, you know, I'd spent my whole life watching our dogs suffer from chronic yeast infections, arthritis, GI issues, and cancer. And after finishing my veterinary science degree and working in the pet food industry for a while, I was exhausted by all of the BS and misinformation being fed to pets and pet owners and decided to take a stand on it. My mission from the beginning has been to be transparent, provide reliable nutrition education, and only use ingredients that actually benefit our pet carnivores.
0: That's amazing because it's, it's really hard to sort out the good from the, the sketchy in the pet food realm. Pet owners just want to do what's what's best for their animals.
4: Yeah. And that's exactly why we use our social platforms to educate rather than advertise. And we work with amazing health-focused independent retailers like yourself all over the country. We want to help pet owners feel confident about what they're giving their pets and empower them to boost their pet's health and longevity to its full potential. So get fresh and go raw with us. Follow us on social media at Girls Gone Raw Pet Health or check us out online at Gone raw pet.com to see our small batch, dehydrated treats and chews, and to
1: get tips on how you can improve your pet's health naturally. We are so proud of our sponsor today, our friends at Steve's Real Food, who helped make the Fangs and Fur podcast come true. Anthony, what do you like best about Steve's?
0: They're whole food ingredients. They don't use any synthetics and it's real simple. When they come into Fangs and Fur, I'll always pull out a box of Steve's Real Food and I'll show them what's in their food.
1: So come into our shop to learn more about Steve's from Anthony or visit stevesrealfood.com.
2: And you know, sometimes I always try to think that things, um, you know, good things can come from bad things and stuff like, like with the fires that are happening out here, like, I'm terrified, but um, you know, we're doing all of this permaculture stuff on the farm and you know, we've been talking about planting trees and stuff. And they were saying like, that's that's sometimes the biggest problem is that when the, when they hit and they hit forests that are predominantly softwoods,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: their needles go all the way to yeah. the ground. The resin is so highly flammable, Yeah. you know, like, whereas yeah. a birch tree, you know, is, is not as, is not as flammable as, really? as a, you know, or an oak or whatever, or yeah. a maple. They're not as, they're not as flammable as the, all the trees that they replant, Interesting. you know, so making sure that you're just, you're, you know, you're planting these, these trees that aren't, that are you know, a natural fire retardant, um, not retardant, but you know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not as susceptible. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and aren't as affected by drought, like in the same, in the same way, where the needles don't like the needles float and they're like little cinders, right? Like the the needles are so, because they're so full of resin, Mm -hmm. they're like little tiny things floating all over the place. Oh yeah! When they throw like fire.
0: a, a pine uh, branch into a fire, yeah, it like explodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I hope you know uh, it's it's. I hope that they contain the fires. So they don't come on your property and the surrounding areas. And hope that rain comes tomorrow. Yeah, going to come soon enough.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it isn't going to come soon enough. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah it's scary. It's very, yeah. it's very scary. So, but it's like, I just wish they, I did. What, what upsets me the most is that there's no, um, it's like, are we even learning from them? You know, like everything, yeah. like when you look at the devastation factor, it's like, gosh, something has some, we have to learn something from this. Like, what are we learning from this? Right. You know, what, what, why is this happening? You know, yeah. what can we do to prevented. And then all of a sudden you see another sign going up that they're going to clear cut, you know?
0: Yeah. We, yeah, uh, it's people have a, um, we don't really learn much from our past mistakes. I feel like this is a, a recurring theme in our world, unfortunately. Yeah,
2: it is. And, um, and instead of really digging in and sort of maybe going without for a little bit, we just try and find a um, another path of of you know keeping keeping our world the way we want it to be
3: mm-hmm.
2: rather than going, okay, if we do this, it's gonna maybe it's gonna take a bit longer. We're not gonna have it instantaneously, you know, yeah. maybe we aren't gonna have this, or maybe, you know, we're gonna have to look at that industry and find. It, like, I, I get it, you know, all the people that are, you know, when you, when we talk about forestry and people say, oh, well, it's all these jobs and everything, right? It's like, well, why don't you stop using machines and hire people to go in and selectively cut? Yeah. Like, those are people's, bo- those are bodies mm-hmm. in there, not one person on a $50 billion machine that's just roaring through and taking everything down that's one person. Right. You know, you know, cutting this entire forest compared to, you know, 60-70 people that 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 could be working yeah. and doing it and it, it it just doesn't make, you know, they they kind of lip sync all this all this stuff. It's like, well, yeah, everybody's, you know, working down at but you wouldn't you wouldn't be the thing is is that you're not going to have um, you know, less people working yeah, because they've proven that you can get the same amount of wood by selectively logging. So, you know, just even what we're being fed with that, like what we're hearing is it's, it's utter, well, it's like utter BS.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of that going around too, <laughs> about, yeah, yeah. A lot of different things. Yeah.
2: So, well, hope they figure it you out. know, make your own decisions, dig in, you know, dig in don't don't just you know you know it's the same philosophy with everything with mushrooms with supplements with clear cutting with oil with fishing with seal hunting with whatever it's like don't just read everything that's being what you're reading or listening to is being supported by the industry in which yeah it's coming from yeah you know? like, yeah look at the even big dig picture, in. right Who wrote yeah, this article?
0: yeah. Like, who, you know, might be the best. Who wrote this article? Who
2: did this documentary?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So many good documentaries coming out, too. But yeah. um, Yeah. It's like, what's, it might be best for your dog, but what's, what's, what's also going to provide that for your dog and also be good for the earth, too? Looking at the big, you're a very big picture person. Yeah. Which is awesome. I learned a lot from you that way. Yeah. I, looking at more than just what is yeah. best for my dog. It's also what's, you know, what's best for, for us and what's best for the earth and everything else that goes into it. So, um,
2: well, cause I, it's, I don't know if it's big picture or I just can't, I, I'm not good at
0: compartment understanding how you can thing. separate them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: How do you separate it?
0: Yeah. Like, well, I think a lot of people do.
2: <laughs> how do you decide what the hierarchy, how do you decide what the hierarchy is? You know, I is mean, my dog a hierarchy then? Than a whale. I, Ouch, don't
0: Yeah, I wonder what uh Really? I wonder how many people are, you know, adding seal oil to their dog's food now, you know what I mean? Without really thinking about repercussions of that. So
2: the long term consequences. Yeah. I know.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I know. And and you know, and a lot of people are doing it because they just don't know better. You know, it's not like they think that, you know, they're they're um Again, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I think we need to look at, you know, if this is getting too political, but, you know, even from a, a political, a political point <laughs> yeah. is like, as soon as someone says, as soon as the government says, if something not so nice is happening, as soon as you hear the government say, oh, we can't stop it because it's, it's whatever it's indigenous or it's this or it's that you kind of have to go back and go, is that really why it is? Cause that doesn't make sense to me because the indigenous spirit isn't that right. That's not the indigenous spirit, right? Indigenous right. spirit is, is they, they, they nurtured, prayed to respected mother earth and mother nature. More than anything, right. you know, there was no such thing as torture or unethically doing something to something that that that, you know, for gain. Right. Right. Like 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 I said, I grew up. I grew up in that and and it it's, you know, using every single solitary piece of a deer. You no, know, you'd never you'd never you'd never see, you know, just certain pieces taken off of it or, or, you know, like they use the blood to paint. They use the, and rituals they use, like there was nothing, it was, it, it was sacred. It wasn't, it wasn't just to eat and for game. Right. So to me, every single time something is happening that has a, that has a detrimental effect on nature and the government is using that excuse. Mm-hmm. You can be sure that they're padding their pockets oh, yeah. with it. And, yeah. and, and it, it really isn't, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's not really what, what you're hearing and understanding. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So I, I, I it, that, that upsets me a lot because I feel like we're still using, we're still using them taking advantage of that right we're taking sure. adva- they're still taking advantage of them yeah like it isn't changing it's just hasn't changed it's just morphed into something deeper and darker and more disgusting because yeah. it's you know it yeah yeah it's like no and no this is depressing yeah. so to switch this all around <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like um, um, all we can do with that is you know as one person dig into things as much as you can, you know, understand things as much as you can. Look at, you know, I I I was very lucky. One of my vet techs, um her degree was in journalism. And um man, I'd be like, ah, you know what? I read this in the paper and it doesn't make sense to me. And blah, 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 blah. blah. And she's like, what? Let me read it. And I and then she would read it and she'd like, okay. And then she'd come back and say, you know what? doesn't make sense because this is who wrote it yeah took me took me a lot of phone calls and a lot of whatever to cbc or to whatever yeah but this is who actually wrote this this is who actually did this research this is and and you know some of the biggest environmental research that's out there is is being written you know by oil industries Mm -hmm. but it looks like it's some you know plant a tree plant a, like it like it it's under a completely different company name right
0: yeah oh yeah it's just
2: that was... it, it's so filtered through that you that they don't have anything to do with but at the end of the day they actually 100 million percent do yeah and it's so skewed and and all of the other information is being you know muzzled and stopped and stuff so it's it's interesting i think it's very empowering to do that
0: yeah well, I think I was just listening to a, a podcast the other day, and they're talking about. I think it was Green. I don't. I don't know. I think it was Greenpeace that their um, one of the. I think their old president or something. Someone came out. Someone is big in their their field. Came out and kind of. I don't know where you stand on this, but like they were, they're very. Um, they said they kind of messed up when it came to like nuclear power, like they were have kind of succumbed to oil and gas over using more of a clean energy nuclear power with renewables alongside. Like they were, because of what's happened in the past with, with nuclear power, you know? But um, I don't know. It's yeah. an interesting topic. I don't want to go down that road, but um, yeah.
2: It, it yeah, because you're, I think it's it's, you're fed this little bit of knowledge and it they're smart enough and their marketing strategy is you hear this little bit of knowledge and it's something that makes you feel good about something mm-hmm. else, Yeah, you know, like let's just, you know, I don't even want to talk about it right now. I mean, we could do a whole podcast on the what's happening in the ocean. Yeah. Um, but it's like, They'll say, you know, sustainable or there's too many of too many seals or it's there's too many of the, too many of this or too many of that. And it's like, OK, but why? Mm-hmm. Why is there too many? Yeah. You know, what what does it do? Like, you know, when I say to people, yeah, but we're losing polar bears and whales are starving and
0: we're will be like, ex- probably extinct told me there's only like three pods of orcas left in the Pacific or someone told me that some, something crazy. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. And now they're attacking yeah. people on boats. Too. Yeah. I saw that. Um,
2: well, there's, are star they're starving. Yeah. Right. We've been knowing, like I have a very good friend in Washington who is an, is an orca, um, an orca. I don't know. It's not a, what? he's not a. like an orca biologist, but he's even more than that. He's even yeah. got higher credentials. Yeah. And I mean, 20 years ago, he said, orcas are going to be extinct. I'm like, no way. I just went on an orca expedition, you know, six years ago. And there was, you know, we went up the Johnson Strait and, Mm -hmm. you know, where they were, where we go in and we count them and we see what pods are what, and, you know, the, the elders and, and them going up to the rubbing rocks and, you know, making sure that the rubbing rocks are staying protected and all that stuff. I'm like, there's no way that they're going to be extinct. He's like, Julie. They're on their way to extinction, mm. and I just—it it was just mind blowing for me to even think about that. Yeah. And now, they are—they yeah. are—they are—they're like saying that in ten years we will have no orcas, right? Because they're starving. So when you look at the only thing that they're feeding on being seals, and the same with polar bears, mm-hmm. their main their main source of food it it's like really they're overpopulated well maybe we even need to have more right you know how do we know that when the seals are hunting the seals aren't the we don't we no longer have big pods of things right so so our oxygen and we're getting way off topic here this is well not i mushrooms think at all but i think the but,
0: the main <laughs> i think what we're trying to say is like when you when you're you know when you're i guess feeding anything that you're supplementing with something or something with a certain supplement. You know, make sure that you you know where it's coming from and how they're you know you guys do such a good job of from the sourcing, from the extraction. I mean, um, and not just looking at the product itself and how it will affect the pet, but also how it affects the earth and the ecosystem and everything else. And I think that's kind of what we're talking about.
1: Your dog or cat is a member of your family. You want the very best for each and every member of your family, and that extends right down to the food that they eat.
0: For over 30 years, Northwest Naturals has been manufacturing the highest quality raw frozen pet foods in Portland, Oregon. For you, the pet owner, Northwest Naturals comes in convenient packaging, easy to open, easy to store, and easy to thaw and serve to your pets.
1: Quality ingredients, food safety, and the highest standards for manufacturing practices are what make Northwest Naturals the best complete and balanced raw food for your pet. Find out more in our podcast show notes.
3: This is Dr. Jim Carlson. We look forward to seeing you at Lifetime Pet Wellness Center. We have a friendly professional team and offer conventional medicine, dentistry, and surgery, as well as integrative options such as acupuncture, chiropractics, nutritional medicine, Chinese herbal medicine, homeopathy, and more. We emphasize fresh foods because you wouldn't want to eat processed food every day, right? Visit us at com, Instagram, or Facebook, or give us a call at 614-888-2100. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I say to people that, you know, sometimes I say this because, you know, the odd time that someone might be watching this for their own health. Like, let's say they don't have a, let's say they don't have a dog and for whatever reason, or they're not a dog lover or they're not an animal lover and they're watching this podcast and they, 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 because they're interested in themselves, Right. They're interested in, you know, um, staying healthy and and whatever. Yeah. And I always say, like, when we, when we talk about the oceans or we talk about the forests, you don't have to be a tree hugger or a whale hugger. But do you want to breathe? Because of those two main sources of oxygen. Yeah. And and, you know, a big fear of a dead ocean is that we don't have the schools of the massive, massive schools of fish or big bodied mammals right mm. to create movement in the water because what creates movement is what creates the phytoplankton to move and that produces I think 80% of the world's oxygen Whoa. Okay. so if there's nothing moving around yeah. <laughs> in the water stagnant, other yeah. than big huge you know fishing boats yeah. or whale hunting boats or whatever you're not that's not movement that's not deep, deep water movement You know, so that's the other thing. It's like, okay, well, if we don't have whales to be moving around and our shark population is down and all our big, big fish mammals are down, what about when seals hunt, right? They're, they're big animals. They're creating movement. Like we need, we need lots and lots and lots and lots of animals. Well, there's too many seals because the seals are eating all the fish, you know, I hear I hear stuff like this, and I just want to throw up. Like yeah. it's just like, are you guys really drinking this Kool Aid? Like, yeah,
0: because no one's asking why.
2: Right <laughs> honestly, now. yeah. Honestly, like you know, we don't have any fish because of overfishing, not because of the seals, right? You know, yeah. and if we just leave everything alone, everything alone, whether there's too many or there's not too many, whether there's too many, you know, we killed we killed whales because they ate fish. We killed we killed sharks because they ate fish they we killed everything big in the ocean because they were killing fish and we know now that it had nothing to do with killing fish yeah it was you know it was interfering like, with netting
0: yeah just like wolves and coyotes and so that escapade yeah
2: i know um, it's kind of crazy and and but i think you know what what's kind of cool though are conversations like this you know yeah. zach bush um you know you know greenpeace too but you know the salmon confidential and and conspiracy and and people having conversations about this because without these conversations people really don't it it, it there's the, it's the the that um we aren't taught in school to be curious right Agreed. yeah right yeah we need to be curious we need to just not be drinking the kool-aid with everything and and we're losing our curiosity and we're losing we just want to be fed And fed everything, right? Yeah, I was just
0: having this conversation with my mom, actually. I was like, you know, we don't, we, no one's with their thoughts anymore. Because you're, if you're, if you're bored, you just get your phone out and then you're fed those those thoughts. You don't actually, yeah, you don't have time with your own thoughts and curiosity.
2: And are those thoughts even
0: yours? Yeah. And, and
2: are what you being, who's feeding them to you?
0: Right. You know,
2: what, what pretty marketing package is in front of what's actually the information behind that marketing package. Right. You know, we're so, we're so um, market, like we've been, we've been so brainwashed by marketing Yeah. yeah. that we don't really even yeah. know what's real marketing and what's real, not, not even marketing news.
0: You know, so yeah. I was going to say, right? we don't know. It's so hard to discern information anymore. What's real and what's not, you know,
2: so hard, but so hard. That's a- why I always say you have to go Sorry,
0: go ahead. I was going to say to end on a good note, uh, positive note. um, No, I mean there's there's people like you that are in Adore Beast companies like Adore Beast that are doing it right and doing the right doing it the right way, which is very, I don't know, inspiring. So we're happy to have you. Yeah, and there's lots of us. Yeah, yeah. There are lots of us.
2: You know, there's some really, really, really good companies. I, I, and i think the only thing that's 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 that is um um you know for me it's all about community too right like Mm -hmm. it's supporting us supporting the community and that's why i don't i never like to diss a company yeah right and or or somebody else's product or somebody else someone else's philosophy yeah right So, but, you know, to stand, to, you know, but to stand together and support each other and, and educate each other. And because, you know, I, I, I helped a small company out here that was, you know, you know, could eventually be a competitive company with me. Mm -hmm. And um, I really, I really wanted, I really, really wanted them to, to look more in that, in that way of of you know when they're purchasing stuff like try and try watching your carbon footprint and you know digging into your ingredients even more don't just go oh this is a preferred supplier by somebody so it must be good well what does a preferred supplier even mean does it does it mean that they've you know they've paid their their like i don't even know like what does that mean right you know so and the reason that they couldn't the reason they felt like they couldn't is because it the ingredients that they wanted to get that were more environmentally focused were too expensive for them. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like to purchase. Yeah. A lot less expensive to purchase the ones that that you know weren't in that camp. Right. And and I'm like, okay, you can't do this. So I've been trying to help them. Um, you know, figure out how to, how to stick handle that and manage that and market it so that, you know, I said, then, then don't try to hit everyone. Yeah. Just, just focus on people that, that want integrity and that are searching to give back and, and are in your camp with that. Right. You know, don't, don't like start there start there and build there. And, you know, and they're doing great. They're doing, they're doing, they're doing really, really well. So
0: they're taking, they're taking your advice for the most part. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good.
2: They are. They are. And, and, and it, but because they wanted to. Yeah. Right. I wasn't like change, making them change camps. That's, that's who they were. Right. They didn't, they didn't know there was an alternative right so it already resonated with their desire to to not affect the planet in a negative way and it was their desire to not um you know uh not even you know to to be sustainable and to to give back to nature and all that like that that was their desire why they started and then they found themselves going down a different road because of costs and it's so much easier to buy stuff that And it takes a lot of time and energy to dig in and find out the real truth behind everything. You know, it 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 it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot more. So you know, I sent them all my suppliers so that they didn't even have to do that. You know, I was like, okay, I've already done the legwork on this, and Leith has already done the legwork on this. Here you go. Here's our supplier. This is where you want to go for that. You know, so they didn't have to use the financial manpower to be able to. To source that for themselves but when you're you know so that they obviously they did it because that's what they wanted to do right but the amount of people that go the other way
0: oh i'm sure it's a lot
2: because yeah. it's too, it's a lot it's yeah. expensive it's time consuming it's depressing <laughs> yeah. sometimes you know yeah. like it it, it it it's all of that but at the end of the day there's nothing more rewarding you know, for for me, than to to look around and go, you know, I'd rather make less money and see an old growth forest leach right into this clear cut. Oh yeah. You know, it yeah. it, it depends on where you are. Right. You no, know? and what 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 you know what doesn't what makes you happy? Yeah. And what do you what do you look at as success? Yeah. You know. So, and it, and it doesn't have to be one or the other eventually. Right? right. But when you're starting out, man, it's really hard. Sure. Really, really, really hard to do it this way.
0: Yeah. Well, I bet they are, I bet they feel very fortunate to have you help them out. That's awesome. That's how Yeah. We, and I feel
2: fortunate that I. Could.
0: We've talked to some people too, about who wanted to start a similar concept to, to our shop in you know, in our area. And at first I was kind of hesitant and, but then I kind of got over that and was like, listen, like the more the merrier, the whole reason we got into this was to give people the education to, to uh, get more of their animals on real food on, on fresh food, whether if that's just a little bit of their diet or the whole diet or whatever, just get, incorporate more real fresh food into their, into their bowls. So I was like, you know, at the end yeah. of the day, that's, that was our, that was our goal. So that's what we're going to stick with. So um, anyways.
2: Yeah. And it's, is creating community. And what I want to say is, is that really at the end of the day, it's strength by numbers.
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Like, like the, the big, the big guys, the big fishing industries and the big corporations and the big people that don't care about the planet, they, their main strategies conquer and divide always yeah. has been mm-hmm. in the medical industry, everything. It's like, they, they want small groups to fight amongst themselves. Yeah, that's the wrong way to do mushrooms. This is the right way to do mushrooms. This is the wrong way to formulate a product. This is the right way to formulate a product. This is yep. this. This is that. Because we're small in comparison to them, yeah. and then they don't even have to do anything if they can get us to fight amongst us ourselves, yeah. and to be so competitive with ourselves that we, yeah. you know, we 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 divide ourselves.
0: Well, I feel like that's yeah, you know, that's, even with our you know, just with the media too, I feel like they can get different camps ignited about, distracted about certain things. Right. So we're kind of losing our big focus time. on the big picture. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyways, it's great talking to you. We got to wrap it up. Um, but we get to talk to you next week. Yeah. Tonight, so I'm excited. Um, I know. I'm excited. Okay. For that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Maybe I won't look like I just was like running around. Like you look a, great. Especially like for someone you know, who's
0: got, you know, a, a wildfire on their doorstep. So, No, I appreciate you you making, yeah, no, I know. And I really appreciate you making the time to to talk to me. So as always, thanks again.
1: So if you have a question that you want us to answer on our next podcast, you can find us a few different ways. You can send an email to Danielle at fangsfur.com. You can find us on our website, fangsfur.com, or you can direct message us on Instagram at fangsandfurpets.
0: The views and opinions on this podcast should not be used as an alternative to veterinary advice. We always encourage you to seek the professional advice of your vet. Before starting a raw diet, we encourage you to ask lots of questions, do your research, and speak with a qualified vet and or canine feline nutritionist.